You're tuning into Majoring in the Minors Podcast. Join Mahi and Louie for the podcast you deserve, but not the one you need right now. It is what it is, but it isn't what you thought it won't be. Hello and welcome to another episode of Majoring in the Minors Podcast. Today's episode is all about our brand new event, Functional Hypertrophy Lower Body Day. So Dan Kassin, Kyle Baxter and I are going to be teaching this amazing event that obviously I'm going to call amazing because I'm one of the people who's going to be teaching it. We put up a couple of questionnaires on all of our Instagram pages and we got a couple of questions from you guys. So we decided to dedicate this episode of our uh, podcast to answering your questions. Sadly, Louis couldn't be here, so I had to play the part of the person asking the questions, even though I'm one of the people who has to answer it. So I tried to get Kyle and Dan to actually answer more of the questions. Um, Listen to this episode, look forward to more details towards our event. And as usual, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Recording in progress. All right, so... As we said, this episode is going to be kind of, I forgot the word that I was going to use. I'm already out of words. Uh, catered towards the uh, lower body workshop that we're going to do in September. Uh, obviously, we're all really excited for it. It's going to be Kyle, uh, Dan and I. And we're going to cover, because we thought like it'll be cool to do like upper body and lower body and like focus on lower body first. Uh, we put it on Instagram, question is, and we got a bunch of questions regarding the event itself but just to kind of tell people what it is about i'm gonna ask dan to open us up it's gonna be functional hypertrophy lower body day dan let's go so concept behind this is is to bring um correct hypertrophy principles and not just kind of letting you go Helpful leather on a million exercises will teach you a more effect, efficient way to train uh, and take away any of the bullshit that we see in the industry because it is littered with countless amounts of stupid over-the-top exercises where people are reinventing the wheel. We're not reinventing the wheel. All we're trying to do is we're trying to show you a more efficient way for you to use your body to get the best results for you. That wasn't a bad little tagline, that one. Might keep that. Yeah, that was that was really good. <laughs> Which is true. Like when we built this idea from scratch, like when we were talking about this, the idea was like we're not doing anything crazy. We we're just like telling the people the truth, because like the fitness industry is just like littered with all these false claims and like all this. It's too much information, right? It's like a amalgamation of like misinformation out there that people can't kind of figure it out. So the goal was to like just. Because it's not easy, but make it simple enough that people could like come out of this event and be like, all right, now I can make better decisions or ask better questions about training, right? Now, with the lower body day, uh, I'm going to bring Kyle into this. We broke it down into three different parts. Um, Kyle, what do you think? Core, abs, quads, and hamstrings, and glutes, right? Yeah, so kind of the structure of the day, like really focusing on those those principles first, right? Like I think the biggest take home with this is like something that works for one person might not work for another. 
and understanding why things work for certain people and why things might not. So the structure of the day will be around around six hours. Uh, the first hour, hour 15, we'll have a presentation on functional anatomy, understand really a lot of the theory behind things. And then we split up into three groups for three hours of practical work. Uh, one group will be focusing on glutes. One group will be focusing on core and abs slash trunk muscles. And then uh, group three will be focusing on the thigh muscles, quads and hamstrings. And then we kind of bring it all back together at the end, talk a little bit about how we apply that in a programming setting, uh, how to apply that with the hypertrophy principles that we talked about at the start. Then uh, we open it up to questions and then uh, we hang out and watch Mahan do some magic. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. So we're going to have food and magic afterwards. So that was perfect because that answered one of the first questions that we had from people. I mean, two of them, actually. How long is it going to be? It's roughly around like five and a half to six hours. Uh, what's the structure? And Kyle like gave us the structure as well. Uh, so I'm going to just go through a couple of questions that people had asked um, and like literally pick you guys at random. So Dan, who is this for? So this is really for anybody. I mean, you could say people starting out in the gym, they're not that experienced. If you want to start off and get your best foot forward, start here because you'll spend no time then wasted on doing fancy exercises written by fit pros that aren't actually doing these exercises. Um, or if you just want to learn a more efficient way of training, you've been doing it for years, you want to Maybe you're tired of spinning your wheels. Maybe you just want to know more about how to do it. You could be a coach even. Maybe it's something out of your wheelhouse. Exactly. Like the idea, really. Yeah, the idea of like not everyone knows everything as well, right? So like you could always learn from anyone. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Kyle kind of answered this, but... Uh, I might get him to like open up a little bit more about it. Is it going to be more theory or more practical? I think you said a mix of both. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a mix of both, but understanding how to apply the theory is the most important part, right? I feel like the biggest disconnect with, with training in general and like people putting these things into practice is everyone knows a lot of things, but when it comes to, actually swinging the hammer things kind of get lost and we don't really have direction because we deal a lot in in black and white right what is the best exercise what is the worst exercise where do i put my feet on leg press right when really like there's so many variables that it is a giant gray area and we will make a little bit more clarity in this gray area so that we can have everyone apply those principles to themselves and their clients and people they work with so that we can make an individualized approach to everyone. Rightly said. And now like the, uh, the question, you know, the creme de la creme, um, will we be going over injury prevention? And like, we kind of talked about this and we like, we did say like, we don't think injury prevention prevention might be the right term. It's like, injury risk management uh but yeah like actually i'm going to open the floor to both of you injury risk management or even injury prevention i don't know are we all are we that magical 
I mean, Kyle's a physio here, but injury prevention is not a thing. You can reduce your ability to get it, maybe. You can reduce the risk of getting it, but I don't think you can stop it from happening. Sooner or later, something's going to happen. May I, may I disagree? Go for it. <laughs> like, in, in my opinion, unless we're competing on the platform or in an actual sport, like training in a gym is the most controlled environment we can get. <laughs> we control liter- literally every variable. So if we move in the proper ways and have proper programming, right, and manage fatigue, and load in the appropriate ways. Like I think injury, injury prevention, air quotes, because it's a podcast, right? Like <laughs> it, it's really just smart training. Yeah. Right. Like if we wanted to sell tickets, injury prevention, such a buzzword, we could just plaster that everywhere, and everyone sign up right away. But like injury prevention, not really a thing. Like training smart, definitely a thing. Yeah, and I think yeah. I'm going to bring like a middle ground in between here because like, yes, like it, you can kind of see the diff, like the mindset as well because like Dan competes, right? And as you said, like if someone's getting on a platform, chances of something, something will happen because like an athlete is a compensator, right? An athlete is not a normal person. So they have to kind of compensate to achieve their goals. So I, and on the other side, yes, we the gym is a controlled environment, but like the problem is, it's the amount that like the amount of knowledge or the amount of information that actually goes through people's like filters. Right. So you, we can tell them about like proper training and like, you know, exercise selection and they can equate for rest and everything else and they can learn it, but chances of them applying all of that regularly all the time is very low. So still, I think there would be like that medium ground of, even if they, all of us, even if we like make very smart choices about our training sometimes we can miss some things uh, which can lead to some sort of like not an injury but maybe a pain here uh, an ache there and things like that i think it's how it depends on how you decide you're going to define injury like if you're training smart and you're adhering to principles and technique all the time you shouldn't have to like worry about tearing your quad off the bone like that, that shouldn't happen, not in the gym. But at the same time, like we can't control for everything. We can do our best. I think this is the injury risk management side of things, isn't it? More than anything else. Kyle? Yeah, I think we, um, Han made a good point, right? Like, or one of you made a good point. If we want to be very, very good at things, we need to sacrifice other things. Right, yeah. but you can make very, very good progress. Like ninety-nine percent of people in the gym can make unreal progress with them not sacrificing that many things. Right, like people who are going to come to this are not going to be world-class anything. Com- right, right, compared to Olympians or like world-class powerlifters. Yeah. Right. Same with like all three of us. Like we're, you're a super strong guy, Dan, but like we're all just normal people. Yeah. Right. And we get amazing results, but we don't sacrifice everything to get those results. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like maybe, maybe we get results a tiny bit slower, but we get to do it forever and not get injured. Yeah, exactly. Right. Training, so trainings for life, not just for 10 years. Exactly. 
I mean, hopefully trainings for 10 years for some people so then they can pay my bills, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what we're saying is we want those people to come to this <laughs> workshop. I mean, I would love for everyone to just like know how to move properly and like know how to be a good human. So then like I'm out of a job, like that would be a great world that, that I one day want to live in. But unfortunately, that's not how things work. <laughs> yeah sadly like kyle like kyle and i actually yeah, talked about this we both said like in an ideal world our job sh- kind of shouldn't well his even more as like a physio shouldn't exist because like people should kind of know how to move and like uh, i wish everyone could be educated on these things or at least the bare minimums because like we, for us especially we spend a lot of time in the gym we talk about the gym we talk about training and everything else but like sometimes just understanding that like probably everything that we do and everyone that we're involved with is just like 15 percent of the total population or maybe 20 percent or even if it's 30 percent there's still like a majority of people who will just like never even cross our paths or never even like think of these things and unless like something re- goes really wrong for them and that's not ideal, right? That's what we don't want. I mean, one thing I've been thinking about recently is the fact that how there has definitely been a generational shift in terms of people's approach to health and movement. And, you know, if people come to our event and they pass it on to people they know, and then that goes down a generation, who knows? Maybe not this generation, maybe not even the next, but the one after it, maybe Cal will be out of, jo- out of a job by that point. Might take him 40 years, but he'll be out of a job. I mean, he'll be retired by then, but. <laughs> All right. Now I have a question that I don't have the answer for myself. I just thought of it. And I'm like, kind of, it's like, a, I'm just going to throw it out there. What's our unique selling point for this event? What sets it apart? It's us. <laughs> Yeah, like you're getting you're getting three people from very three very different perspectives on the same principles, right? So usually people come together and they have they kind of have the same views or you're getting the same message, right? Like we all three of us come from very different backgrounds, right? Me from the clinical side, Dan from the strength side, and Mahan from more of like the Gen Pop movement side, right? So like we appeal to literally everyone. So that's like you're getting the principles being taught three different ways with three different vastly different experience levels, right? And also within that as well, like each each of these three backgrounds, shall we say, can bring something different to the table. So you're going to get a much more rounded, thorough approach than if you meet with three people that all come from the same fucking school. Everyone comes from the same school of thought. You just get the same stuff. And also, like, I think, like, kudos to, like, especially I know this about both of you. And, like, that's why we know each other is, like, we're always in this pursuit of learning more. And, like, in in the different, like, even though we have different backgrounds, it just means that we're going to keep, like, discussing and clashing not in a bad way but like you know clashing ideologies clashing uh, opinions and like information and just like mix this up and like make like 
make each other's way of thinking better as well and improve it and challenge it and like make each other think like or, or try to think more and think to fit like uh word vomit um but like you know to, we bring each other up as well and no matter what the different background is so i think like that's uh, you guys pointed out it's that's really good as well to like kind of make it a not a just one system of thinking but like you know to steal a company's name that we're not going to say but still to steal theirs it's a, a systems way of thinking not just a system here's the thing as well like this stuff isn't going to stay the same the principle will be the principles will be more or less the same but this is going to evolve over time um so don't think that this first one will be the same as the one we're doing three or six months time in a different part of the country you're going to get a different thing each time it's going to evolve over time um because like my aunt said like we're constantly learning constantly reevaluating the way we do things so there's no way no way that in 12 months time you're going to get the same workshop as you did now that doesn't mean wait and find out what what we know in 12 months by the way because you're still going to get a damn good workshop now Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And also, like, outside of all the education, like, years of experience that each one of us, like, kind of brings to the table as well. We've been doing this. We're not old, but we have been doing this for a while, right? Well, hey, okay. Maybe we're a little bit old. But um, that brings me to a couple of other questions that people had is, like, um, are we going to bring anything for the course, like any handouts or anything else? Yeah, so the plan is that you'll be able to walk away with some format of the presentation and as well as that you'll be able to make notes as you're going along you know there's gonna be lots to take away from this physical and also like you'll be able to take away lots of mental experiences from this as well i think one of the biggest things with something like this is kind of just having a bunch of people together right and built like building networks with 20 30 people right so even like selfishly for us like we it might be three of us talking at 25 people but like i also get to interact with 25 people that had 25 unique experiences and we all get to learn from them right so like i think the main thing that anyone can take away from something like this is like you get 30 different perspectives that are different than your own and on these topics and on other topics as we like go out for lunch and chat after maybe, right? So that, all of that experience is literally invaluable. Like you're not gonna find, not gonna find 30 people to talk to on the street very often, right? So I think that's the biggest takeaway for me. Just anytime we can get a bunch of, a bunch of people who are interested in the same thing, but all have different experience in the same room slash place is like second to none yeah agreed yeah having people like you know with the same interests like you know con as you said connecting to the people who share the same values or uh, think the same way and after that just having a good time with them like you know it, it is a great experience and we all like thrive from such experiences anyways that's how we know each other uh and then like the most important question well, not, not really but I, I just hype it up is there going to be an upper body day? 
of course it is, but <laughs> to be announced. Next one, just straight straight arms, six hours. Yeah, six <laughs> hours of bicep curls. Bicep curls, tricep extensions, lateral raises. I think we know who's taking on the laterals day. Kyle. Yeah, it's gonna be Kyle like laterals day in and day out. Wait, who was the 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 bodybuilder who had like a like a day of training biceps to add like two inches to your biceps? What was like it was literally six hours of training biceps. I've I forgot. I'm gonna find this guy out later on. It wasn't the the guy who's basically a mean rich piano, was it? I f- I feel like it, either it was Rich Piano, uh may he rest in peace, or uh, Joe DeFranco. It's one of these two guys. It's always one of these two guys. Joe DeFranco? But he's a athletic trainer, wasn't he? But he just has weird stuff. <laughs> That's all I know. Like, is uh, Joe DeFranco 21s. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. 21s. I've not done them in time. <laughs> but I think like this could be a like a mini episode just to target like all the questions that people had asked about the the event. Um, yeah. Just to go over, it's going to be on the 18th, not the 17th, not the 19th of September, but the 18th of September at 12:30. Uh, I said that not for the people who listen to this, but actually myself. Uh, it's going to be at King's Gym, Croydon. Um, the address and everything else, like once you sign up, we'll send you an email with, I think, even uh, parts of the presentation. Uh, no, the presentation is afterwards, right? But we'll send emails with um, all the information you need to know how to get to the uh, location, what are the best ways of getting to it, uh, and everything else, and like times. But it's going to be 18th of September from 12.30 to uh, 5.30. And after that, we are planning to go to uh, if I'm not mistaken, Box Park Croydon for a bite. That will be mentioned in the email as well. Um, and yeah, any closing thoughts, guys? Anything to add on to this? We're just super excited to have uh, whoever comes to this. We're like, we're really excited. We've worked on it. We're passionate about what we're going to uh, teach you guys. And we're really looking forward to actually getting to meet you and running you through this. Some all right um yeah with that uh we're gonna like end this episode it's a quick episode just to give you information about the lower uh, hi- functional hypertrophy camps lower body day thank you for listening